How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. All right, all right. How's it going, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer, and today we're going to be talking about visualizations, uh, how to actually make them work and do them properly. I'm going to dig into why visualizations don't work for so many people and how to actually fix that. Then we're going to dig into the five-step visualization process that I use to build a seven-figure coaching business in uh, under 12 months, and I continue to use to hit 80% of my big goals every single year since. Uh, and for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to sidlickbook.com and grab your copy of the Shit You Don't Learn in College book available now. You can also grab it on Amazon. When you go to sidlickbook.com, we're also going to be giving away over $3,000 in bonus trainings and programs. So check it out now. Now let's get on with the show. All right. Just to give you a little context on visualization, right? Now, uh, it's commonly known that visualization helps you to be successful. Every high-level athlete, Olympians, professional athletes use visualizations to become more successful. Um, and I heard about this and I had to test it for myself. So when I first started my uh, my business, when I first quit as an entrepreneur, um, I still remember to this day how this whole process went down. Uh, one of the first things that I ever did is I went to a Jack Canfield event. And this was within the first week uh, and a half of me becoming an entrepreneur. No idea what I was doing. No idea what path I wanted to go down. But at this event, I got clarity that I wanted to build a coaching business. And I got so much clarity that I, made, I had conviction and I committed that I was going to get to my first 100K month within 12, uh, 12 months. And <coughs> pardon me, um, I actually stood up in this 500 person event and I declared to everybody, um, you know, one year from today, I'm going to be back at this Jack Canfield event and I am going to uh, not be a guest or yeah, not be uh, an audience member, but I'm actually going to be a guest speaker and I'm going to be on stage and I'm going to tell everybody about how I just had my first hundred K month as a coach. And I'm pretty sure, uh, a lot of people there just thought that was a cute, you know, oh, this, this is this cute young kid, you know, like making these big audacious goals, go for him. Good for you, Xander. Good for you. Right. And then I'm pretty sure a lot of people just kind of laughed and didn't believe it was going to happen. Right. But uh, what I did from that moment forward, that day moving forward, every single day is I visualized myself uh, on stage at that next Canfield event. I visualized myself walking across the stage, being introduced by Zach and giving a talk and telling everybody how I had just uh, had my first six-figure month, 100K month as a coach. And one year before, I was standing in the audience with no idea what I was doing. Um, and I declared that it was going to happen one year from that day. Now, 
I made this declaration and then I created this visualization and I visualized that every single day, sometimes multiple days, uh, multiple times a day for the next year. Now, the next year was one of the most trying years of my entire life. Uh, I, I went you know, deep into debt. I built myself into $25,000 worth of debt um, to get my business up and running. At one point, I, I spent about six months in a deep, dark depression after my best friend AJ committed suicide. I struggled with so much anxiety and stress and all of these different things. But the one thing that remained the same was I kept visualizing myself on that stage that next year at that same event, walking across the stage and talking about my first six-figure month as a coach. And I kept visualizing it through thick and thin, through, through the tough times, the good times, the bad times, whatever it was, I kept visualizing. And because of that, it pulled me and drove me to continue to take the courageous action that would get me there. Now, that very last month, that 12th month, right before the event, Jack had already invited me to come back and tell my story because my business was doing really well, but I still hadn't hit six figures in a month. And it was July. Uh, I think it was July of 2017. And I remember July, going into July 2017, I still had no idea how I was going to make 100K a month. The most I'd ever made was about you know 50K or 55K or something like that. And it all clicked. It all lined up. And that next month, uh, I remember July 30th, I had made 90K. I had made $90,000 in my coaching business. Um, and then I realized, oh my God, there's 31 days in July. I thought I was done. I thought I wasn't going to make it and I could only get 90,000. And then I realized there were 31 days in July. That next Monday, I enrolled uh, $27,000 in clients to round out the month at $117,000 in clients. And I'd hit my first six-figure month as a coach. Now, the reason I want to share this story is because I literally got to do the exact thing that I visualized. I went to that Canfield event. Jack announced me on stage and I announced to everybody how I just had my first six-figure month as a coach. It all came true, but it wasn't without its ups and it wasn't without its downs, right? But the power of visual visualization can absolutely help you hit all of your goals. And since that day, I've used the power of visualization to accomplish around 80% of my big, hairy, audacious goals every single year. Now, every single year, I put together on my whiteboard, me and Maddie do this uh, separately and together at the same time. We each have somewhere around 40 to 50, or sorry, uh, four or five really big, crazy, hairy, audacious goals every single year. And we accomplish four out of the five or three out of the four every single year. So it's between 75 and 80% of our goals every single year. And they're crazy things, right? That first year for me, one of them, while hitting this goal to, to make 100K a month as a coach, was also to find a wife. And I met Maddie, even though she was 9,000 miles away, I met Maddie and she would eventually become my wife. It's been other things like uh, talk on a TEDx stage, make $3 million in my business, have a team of 10, have a beautiful beach home in San Diego, a best-selling book. All of these things have happened. These big, crazy, audacious goals over the last five years have all been accomplished because I visualized them and I've leveraged the power of visualizations and affirmations to pull myself into the actions necessary to make it happen, right? So- uh, there's a couple of things that I want to share with you to help make sure that visualizations actually work because a lot of people learn about visualizations and they learn that they work, but they don't know how to do them properly. Okay. And what ends up happening, the first thing that I want you to realize is there's a couple of things that you need to have before you visualize. And I want to go through those first, and then I'm going to go through my five-step visualization process. And I think that'll really help you guys. Um, so the first thing that I want you to realize is before you visualize, there's two Two really important things that you must do. Number one, you have to have clarity around your vision, 
right? If you don't have clarity around your vision, you're not going to be able to visualize it. So if you don't have clarity around your vision, the first step that I would say is just go buy the book shit you don't learn in college. I go through a ton of amazing exercises to help you get clarity around your vision, the true life that you should really be living. Not what your parents want for you, not what society wants for you, not what you thought you wanted because of your subconscious programming, but who you actually are, who you were truly meant to live, your true life purpose, your life mission, um, and, and your calling that you should be living in this life. So we have those exercises in the book. Everybody says it takes you a lifetime to figure out your life's purpose. I'm like, no, it actually takes you a handful of exercises and maybe a few days or a week or so of actually going through them and working through them. Um, so you got to get clarity around your vision, your purpose, who you are, the life that you were meant to live, number one. Um, because if you don't get that true clarity, you'll always be fighting your true nature to go after this thing that doesn't work. And that'll always hold you back. The second thing is something that I call the emotional dump. All right. Uh, so I want you to think of this. Imagine, imagine somebody who tries to visualize, and this might be you. They try to visualize their future of making uh, 10K or 20K or you know, uh, 30K a month in their business or 50K a month in their business. And every time they do all these thoughts and these fears and these doubts, oh, you can't do that. You're not good enough. You don't have, you're not a good enough salesman. You're not a good enough, you don't have, you can't, you can't, you don't have the work ethic. You don't have the drive. You, and all these limiting beliefs and fears and thoughts keep coming up and these doubts keep coming up. And they prevent them from really feeling the visualization and really sitting in the power of the visualization, right? Now, for a visualization to actually work, uh, the depth of transformation comes from two things. Number one, repetition, how many times you can do it, right? And number two, the intensity of the repetition or the depth of the emotional intensity, right? So just like working out, right? Like if you work out only once, it's not going to do a lot. But, and if you work out with only five pound weights, that's not very intense. It's not going to do a lot. So you have to work out and you have to do it with intensity for it to work, right? And that's going to be the real goal here. But if your, your visualizations are you're, you're coming up with doubts and fears all along the way. It's going to prevent you from having real true intensity of the depth of feeling and emotion behind the visualizations. So the second thing is what I call the emotional dump. You have to do this first. So uh, this is an exercise I originally termed the fear journal, um, and we call it the emotional dump now as well. And literally what you want to do is you want to take out a journal, or if you're not a journaler, you're not a writer, you can do this over a voice recorder on your phone as well. Uh, Maddie does this. So she records this over, uh, over voice note on her phone. You take about 10 minutes and you just get all the negative crap out of your brain. You get every negative thought, every fear, every limiting belief, and you express it out of your head and onto paper, out of your head and onto the voice note recorder. You have to feel through it. The goal here is to feel through all of your negative shit. And we hear a lot of people like, Xander, like, I don't want to feel through the negative because then, you know, if I express the negative, it's going to bring that into my reality. You know, that's what law of attraction says. And I go, you're an idiot, Right. If you are not feeling through it, where is that thought going? Well, consciously, the 5% of your conscious brain turns off to it, and it just goes and marinates in the 95% of your, sub your subconscious, and it just marinates there, and you're putting out that negative energy anyways, even though the 5% of your conscious brain has turned off to it, and then you try and go visualize, and it brings it right back to the surface, so clearly you haven't fucking dealt with it, right, so you have to feel through it, you have to get the negative crap out of your head, out of your brain, out of your subconscious first, if you want to have any shot at being successful with your visualizations. So I always do a fear journal or an emotional dump first to get as much negative crap out of my head so that I can actually go into the visualization and have power with the visualization, all right? So you gotta have clarity, you gotta do an emotional dump, you gotta get the negative crap, the fears, the negative emotions, the frustrations, the anger. And it might be simple stuff like, oh, I'm just so angry at, I'm so angry at Maddie for keeping to tell me, I don't know. She, I don't. I'm never really mad at angry, so I'm gonna have to make something up. Uh, mad at Maddie to 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 anything. 
but we'll say, you know, she, uh, you know, she keeps, uh, telling me to take out the, the trash bins and I, and it's just so frustrating. I actually do a good job of taking out the trash bins, but you get my point, right? So, um, you know, you just want to get all your anger, all your frustration, all your negativity out, right? The goal is for it to be as negative as possible. Get all the negative thoughts out of your brain until you literally can't find any left. Only then can you actually move into a visualization. And so my five-step visualization, the first step is to be centered, right? And you can't be centered if you have all these negative uh, habitual thoughts swirling around because you're trying to ignore the negative feelings. So first you got to get that out. And now you want to make sure that you're centered. So the best time to do your visualizations is when you're more centered, you're in a theta brainwave state. So this is either immediately when waking up, right before bed, or directly after a meditation, right? These are the best times for you to really do your visualizations in a deeply centered and present state. The second part to this um, is now that you have clarity, you want to start to visualize yourself in that successful situation um, very deeply create a, a visual representation, an auditory representation, and kinesthetic representation of what it would feel like high level. So let's say, I'll tell you right now, one of our goals right now uh, is to take high-impact coaching to uh, a $12 million a year company. So I'm visualizing high-impact coaching at a $12 million a year company every single morning um, after my meditations, and I'm visualizing us at $12 million and I'm visualizing how that would feel. So this, this is when you take, you know, number two is the, you visualize the high level of what you want. A $12 million coaching company is what I want. Right. And then step three is I start to dig down into the details. So now I start to dig into, well, what is my life like when we're at a $12 million, uh, $12 million business and how is that affecting me? And how do I see myself? I see myself, you know, with, uh, you know, the freedom and excitement to, uh, to have free time to spend with Maddie and our future kids. And I see us having a, a 250, 300 person live event. So I visualize myself on stage at that live event with 250 people and just the eruption of applause and the excitement that's going on there. Um, you know, I see, I see us being able to invest money into, uh, real estate. I see us being able to give back at our, you know, our favorite charities like Shelter to Soldier and and B1G1 and giving back thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars to these organizations that that mean so much to me to save lives with other people. And I just imagine myself at the Shelter to Soldier Gala, donating a hundred thousand dollars to the Shelter to Soldier Gala and and saving you know dozens of people's lives there. And I visualize all of these details and I walk through the process. And as I walk through this process. I take a little bit of time to really experience, live the experience of what it's going to be like when I when I'm at Shelter to Soldier and donating a hundred thousand dollars, and what it's going to be like when you know we're getting to invest in investment properties on a on a quarterly and monthly basis, and what it's going to feel like when we're you know when we're running that team and how big the team is and the energy and the culture of that team and how everybody's going to feel changing hundreds and thousands of lives every single month and you know the hundreds of people that are at our our mastermind and live event and how that energy is going to feel and i literally sit in that feeling i sit in that emotion for you know maybe 5 10 minutes like i really sit in it for as long as i can as long as i can feel it because the depth of the transformation is going to you know uh, be preceded by the depth of the emotion that you can feel, right? Now, after I really go into the depth there, this is where the fourth piece comes in, which is really important. This is what a lot of people don't do when they're doing visualizations. I start to focus on what I won't do to get there. I want to get very clear on what I need to become conscious of, what I need to become aware of that has been holding me back, 
right? The thoughts that are holding me back from getting that to that point. Maybe the thoughts of unworthiness, the thoughts of the thoughts of not being good enough, the thoughts of uh, of anger or frustration when somebody uh, you know contradicts me. I, I focus on the beliefs I no longer want to believe. The, the the beliefs of doubt, the beliefs of uh, I'm not good enough. Whatever those beliefs might not might be, I need to focus on what those beliefs are so I can start to let them go. The actions, the habits that I must avoid. Right? What are some of the bad habits that I have right now that I need to avoid if I want to come become a twelve million dollar business owner? What are some of the bad habits that I must start to fix? What are some of the actions that I need to stop taking and I need to take better actions? So I actually spend a little bit of time, a couple of minutes focusing on the things, the thoughts, the beliefs, the actions, the habits that I must start to avoid, that I must start to let go of, that I need to change moving forward today. Because if I become aware of it, then when I see myself doing those things, when I see myself acting in that old way, I can change it. Because the truth is no visualization ever came true without you acting in accordance with that visualization. If I want to be a $12 million earner, I must start to act in accordance with that vision. If I don't invest like I'm going to be a $12 million earner in the future, if I don't make decisions like I'm going to be a $12 million earner in the future, if I don't, if I don't act like I'm, I'm a loving and caring and aligned and, and fulfilled and energized person, I'm never going to get to that place. So I have to get clear on what I need to stop doing so I can start to do the opposite. Uh, and then the last thing I do is I bring back the visualization and I feel it one more time. I come back to that visualization of me feeling, you know, feeling like that $12 million earner and, you know, the the hundreds of people there and me on stage in front of all of them and, and me and Maddie having the free time and the love and the connection. And I'm on the beach with her, twirling her around and just feeling so much joy and connection and fulfillment in our lives for the impact that we're creating and the connection we have together uh, and and you know that that deep sense of fulfillment and purpose with what we're doing, and that's the five step visualization that I go through every single day, and I have been for the last five years. That has brought me about eighty percent of all of the big, hairy, audacious goals that I ever get to. Now, you know, we're talking about me getting to a twelve million dollar business, and I literally have zero. I have zero percentage, uh, a zero thought that I have any percentage chance of not accomplishing this, because I know what it takes. I know the visualizations work. I know that being able to get myself, uh, you know, feel through my crap and get myself out of my own way, I have zero doubt that I will ever get to that $12 million goal because I'm so confident. I've seen it happen so many times with these visualizations and getting my own shit out of the own way and moving through my own crap that I know that it's going to happen, right? Now, is it going to happen tomorrow? Probably not. Is it going to happen this year? Probably not. But next year? Possibly. The year after? Maybe. But I do guarantee it will happen at some point because as I keep visualizing this, my brain, that cognitive dissonance it creates will not let me give up. It helps me continue to overcome the problems, overcome whatever gets in my way, overcome the fears to continue to drive for it. Does this create a little bit of, of demand and tension on your cognitive, or on your on your cognition? Absolutely. But that's a good thing. It pulls you into action. It pulls you into growth. And that's what I absolutely love about it. So I want everybody to start to visualize. Make sure you get clear on your vision. Make sure you do an emotional dump first and then walk through this five-step process with whatever that visualization is. And if you do that every day and you don't let up, I promise you, you will get there, right? The biggest, the biggest reason that most people don't get there is number one, they let up on the visualizations because it creates cognitive dissonance, can, which can feel like tension. It can feel like stress, but it's you stress. It's good stress. It pulls you into action. So most of most people just stop doing the visualizations and they lose the desire. They lose the vision. And that's why they don't get there. 
right? So the big thing is you got to keep with it through thick and thin. You got to keep doing it over and over and over every single day. And eventually you will get there. All right. That's all I have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you learn here with us. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to sidlickbook.com and grab your pre-sale copy of Shit You Don't Learn in College. It's available now. Not a pre-sale copy. It's actually the copy. Um, so you can grab it at www.sidlickbook.com or on Amazon. It's available now. All five-star reviews. You're going to absolutely love this book. So get out there and grab it now. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton.